in 1967, Roland Barthes wrote La mort de l'auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author. Hello and welcome to Kill the Author, the finale of our school days. Episode 23. It yeah. is time. We finally made it. We made it. We made it. We're at we're at the end. We're at the second half of the final episode of school days. We're in the end game now. We made this joke at least three times already. I mean, we're actually in the last episode. I had to make it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandable. It's been a bit. We started this January... 2020 yes and i will try to edit this episode and get it out by the end of the week so until the end of like christmas proper first second day of christmas and all of that yeah in in germany the the 24th is part of christmas yeah the 24th here is like uh basically where we celebrate and then the 25th and the 26th are like days that are just additional christmas celebration so I have the feeling this episode will require a content warning. <laughs> um, I mean, yes. We've been kind of inconsistent about content warnings. We should have been better with that. But yeah, multiple content warnings. Let's just, yes. let's just put a not suitable for any audience in here. We, uh, should, we should have done this in every episode. Yeah, there's... Um, sex-based content warnings that we have to put out here because I'm going to talk about some things that happen in the game. But oh, it's no, not, not that again. rough. It's not that rough this time, actually. There is definitely um, violence-based... Uh, especially, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a content warning for blood. We will be talking about blood and we'll be talking about grievous wounds. All right? Yes. Just, if you're... If that's, if that's not fine with you... Um, we'll do a lot, another little reminder when we get to the point where we actually talk about that. And you can just nope out then. It, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. We're just glad you're here. We're just glad you're here for the end. So I think before we begin, in preparation, I spent yesterday night and mm-hmm. uh, this day re-watching the entire show from the beginning. And I did not. I did not feel like that. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad I did. All right, because now I have the whole picture in front of me. I again. actually did rewatch episode one. I did okay. rewatch that one. Um, and I have a few things written down this time. All right, uh, a few minor things that I I noticed and I think that I or that we forgot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first of all, in the last episode, there was no intro. Uh, mm-hmm. Particularly, episode twelve doesn't have an intro. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was just the school days logo. It's just the title card, and then it it shadows like glass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is another episode which I knew that doesn't have an intro, and okay. that's episode one. Yeah, usually the first, one the first have an episode intro. of an anime yeah. doesn't have the intro. But what I forgot is that in the first episode the intro shatters. Oh, exactly the same as in this one. It also shatters. 
I mean, yeah, foreshadowing, right? Foreshadowing yeah. that everything's gonna go to shit. I mean, um, the tagline of the anime is already kind of foreshadowing. I can imagine we probably even said that in the first episode. <laughs> uh, I think we mentioned it, actually. Probably. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure we mentioned it, actually. Because I did not just re-watch the first episode of School Days in preparation for this podcast. I also re-listened to the first episode of our podcast in preparation I, I didn't for do this that. podcast. Because I wanted to figure out some stuff. I, I, I'm going to just address a few points we talked about in the first episode here to, to lead all of us into it real quick. So here's some things that we talked about in the first episode that I just want to get us back to. Basically, in the first episode, we set out what we wanted to do with this podcast. And I just want to go back to this real quick just to see if we actually stuck to that. <laughs> if we actually managed to do what we wanted to do with the podcast. In direct preparation, we've rewatched the first episode. We're gonna go through this show episode per episode, trying to see what we can find. It will analyze the visuals, it will analyze the themes, it will analyze the dialogue, and yeah, that's the general concept. I feel that's what we did. We mostly stuck to the. I mean, we did meander. Yeah. But we stuck to the theme. Yeah, we, we stuck we stuck to these ideas. Also, we talked about how... Uh, especially I talked about how I want to look at this, like, with disregard... That's the intro. That's the fucking intro we have. We wanna don't want to talk about the quality of something, just about what it might mean. Uh, I did say that in the first episode, that I want to kind of ignore quality. And I feel that's the thing we failed at the most. <laughs> because we talked a lot about quality, I feel. <laughs> yeah... <laughs> but like not just quality we weren't just giving our opinions on it we also like tried to find deeper meaning so i think i think we overall were mm. successful okay also just two other things that i wrote down that we said here one of them is that school days doesn't have a lot of named characters is something we claimed in the first episode and that is dead wrong why did school we days say has that? a shitload of named characters why would those dumb idiots say that yeah i think we thought it was just makoto taisuke who you called taisuke in the first episode of by course the way. i did uh it was makoto taisuke and we thought like the girls we thought there was all the characters but we first of all really disregarded how many girls they were okay i, th I think <laughs> i think it's less that we uh, we acted like they didn't have names, and rather that uh, we didn't care about their names whenever we yeah, watched it. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. And and we, we know a lot more now. Now I know all of their names. Yeah, <laughs> and I know them if I look them up. <laughs> and um, another thing that we said, and I think this will lead us very well into this episode, is mm -hmm. that usually you'd expect a visual novel-based anime to adapt one of the endings of the uh, of the visual novel. Instead, what they did in the anime was uh, adapt multiple endings and put it all together so you can date all of the girls. Um, and I think that leads us into this episode because I think we were simultaneously correct and wrong about that. Okay. Uh, and we'll get to that when we'll get to that in this episode. Okay. I do have another thing to say mm -hmm. that I, I paid attention to in all these episodes because I finally wanted to figure out... How all of these trains work. Oh, okay, the train system. Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk geography. Okay, okay, so, so where everybody lives, for example. Yes, this. All right, all right. Uh, and, like, how it makes sense that characters pass by each other and, like, get off and on the uh -huh, train. Uh -huh. So, uh, and you said before, Haramihama isn't just a station, it's a city. Yeah. And, yeah, I, that's true, but it's not the city. All right. That's so it's, like, basically a, a sub-part of the yeah. city. 
Uh, I think the city is Tokyo, just based on the the airport being mm-hmm. identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Haramihama is just a fictional, a fictional suburb okay. of, in Tokyo. Okay, 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 okay. Um, also, I think it might be called Harami, because every other part mm-hmm. of the city has Harami in front of it instead of Haramihama. Oh, okay. Uh, but the wiki says it's called Haramihama. Yeah, the wiki says yeah. it's called Haramihama. So I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. Maybe there's more info in the visual novels. Maybe. Like, for example, the middle school that Makoto used to go to was called Harami Middle School. Mm, okay. and, and other things like that. Hmm. Um, Maybe Harami means something. Yeah. Maybe it means radish. I could imagine it just <laughs> being Japanese for radish. So there's basically one train line that uh, basically everything happens on. Mm-hmm. And the earliest... I mean, I'm just going to start arbitrarily at one end outside of Tokyo. Like the, the one that's the furthest away from Tokyo, probably. Uh, that's actually relevant. And that's the, the station where Makoto get, uh, leaves. Mm. I'm not sure it's ever actually mentioned by name. Uh, it might be uh, Hagashi Harami, which means East Harami. Okay, so just another part of this Haramihama place. Yeah, I think that's where Makoto lives. And it is the earliest, uh, the furthest one away from Tokyo that we ever introduced to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next station that's relevant is Haramihama. You know, Haramihama, Haramihama. Um, have you had... Uh, I just, I, I went just briefly while you were talking, I looked mm-hmm. up what Harami means. And it means? Conception or pregnancy. No! Yeah! <laughs> That's impossible! <laughs> How do we means pregnancy? So Makoto lives in East Pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so we learned something. So th- Continue. <laughs> The station that's uh, relevant the furthest away from Tokyo is where Makoto lives. Mm. Probably East Harami. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next relevant one is Haramihama, the station, mm-hmm. which is where Kotonoha lives. And probably yes. also Hikari, because in the pool episode, this is where she leaves. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And Kato, maybe. She's from Hather- Harami, but I don't know where from Harami. From which part of Harami? Yeah, we right. never see her uh, drive the train, so mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah. Uh, and then the next one is uh, Haramasu. I'm just mm-hmm. mentioning this because it's mentioned in a single episode. Okay. Uh, because in, in one episode, Kotonoha enters the train there rather than the regular station at the school to avoid other people. Uh-huh. Anyway, the next relevant station is Guakenmai. Uh-huh. That's where the school is. All right, all right. Yeah. Like, from the first episode, uh, this one's actually featured pretty often and, and always was, said Guakenmai on it. What's the, what was the school called again? Sakashin, Sakakino. Sak- uh, Sakakino. Sakakino, right. Sakakino right. Academy. So it's not connected to yeah. the name of the station. All right. So, uh, from the school, Makoto drives through Haramihama to East Harami, where he lives. Okay. And uh, Kotonoha lives at Haramihama. Okay. That's why we always see her getting on the train, off the train, mm-hmm, with Makoto mm-hmm, being in there. Mm-hmm. Then if you drive in the opposite direction from Guakenmai, the next name station is Motihara Sakashita. That's where Sekai and Setsuna live. Uh-huh. Oh, that's where Setsuna lived. Because she lives, yeah, she lives yeah. in she France lives in now. Paris now. She now lives at, I don't know, Charles de Gaulle, Place de Charles de Gaulle station. I forgot. Or whatever. She lives in French pregnant station. Yeah. She lives in uh, Prignant station. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's correct. <laughs> Probably not. My high school French is a bit while ago. Uh, and then further in that direction is then where the city would be, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. At least it has to be, I think. Uh, because on both scenes where someone saw a kiss happen through the train, it happened on uh, Motihara Sakashita station. Okay, so some w- there must be a reason why people drive further yeah. than this. And the first scene, it was specifically Kotonoha, I think in episode 6, yeah. driving after she bought her knitting stuff in the city home. 
Okay, that makes sense. That uh, she did that yeah. in like. And she saw city. Sekai and Kotonoha standing at Motihara Sakafita Station where Sekai lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the second time around, it was, you know, Sekai on the station seeing Makoto and Kotonoha drive yeah, by yeah, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. city to Makoto's yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then some other things that. I, you probably didn't forget about, but I did. Uh-huh. It's in episode seven, pretty early on, because we we kept joking about uh, that everyone keeps thinking that Makoto is with Sekai, not yeah, Kotonoha. Yeah, yeah. People keep mentioning this. Yeah, Setsuna explicitly told this to everyone, like oh. right after episode five. Oh, okay. It was in episode seven. This is why everyone keeps believing it. The second okay. time around, it felt a lot less weird <laughs> because I think this is why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I did not remember that. No. Yeah, and the other thing. Because we were so confused. Uh, we, we were, were so confused con- about a lot of things. Specifically, right before the um, the sex tape viewing, mm-hmm. that apparently Sekai and Kito didn't know each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had a mm. lot of theories about how much they actually knew each other. And the thing is, they, they almost didn't interact at all up to that point. Uh-huh. It's true. Uh, there's two exceptions mm. that I want to mention. Both of them in episode 9. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the first episode that's fully school fair. School fair, okay. School yeah, the one that school. ends with the dance. Yeah. First of all, in this episode, they actually meet each other because Makoto was hanging out with Kato the whole day. Mm-hmm. And then Setsuna shows up and, like, drags him back. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she like, throws an angry look towards Kato. Mm-hmm. So that implies that, she, that they did know each other. I mean, Setsuna takes her, or who takes her? No, Sekai did. Okay, you said Setsuna. Okay, oh, yeah, Sekai, I meant Sekai. Sekai takes, her, uh, takes him with her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she knows anything about Kato, just that Makoto is with another woman. Yeah. And that's enough to, like, get her worried, yeah. understandably. And the other instance in the same episode is a bit later in that in that goddamn scene with uh, with Taisuke and, with Taisuke and, Kato. and Kato, where she yeah. <laughs> demasculates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, he specifically says that, uh, while well, he's explaining his whole story that he thought that Sekai, that Sayonji-san was dating Makoto mm-hmm. to Kato. So, like, she would have had that information okay, as yeah, well. Yeah. But aside from this, they really didn't interact up yeah. to that point. And I have reason to believe, which I'll get to later on, that the whole school festival thing can be viewed as, like, kind of separate from the rest of the story. Actually, a lot of the anime, which we didn't know until this point, is extremely loyal to the visual novel. At least the beginning. It strays a little bit towards the end. And some things are rearranged and you go multiple paths that you couldn't all go at the same time in the visual novel. But, and it was so fucking vindicating when I found that out while I was looking through the comparisons between the anime and the visual novel. Basically, everything at the school festival is made up. Okay. The school festival is special and that is the only thing in the anime that isn't based in any way on the visual novel. Oh. And you know remember how I was talking about how the school festival feels like it was like tonally something completely different and like all of the themes stopped before it and started up again after it? Like yeah, that is the case. It was complete filler the school festival that's, until the end. That's weird. The because I I swear the sex tape viewing at least exists in one of the paths. The school what, festival. What no, the, the school festival does exist in the visual novel. Okay. It just has a completely different plot. Okay. It it it, it like it doesn't map onto what happens in the anime at all. Like there's no mascot fight uh, war or whatever. Yeah, that was and stupid. like a lot of that stuff just barely either doesn't happen like that or happens not at all okay so the one more thing i wanted to say from yes. my rewatch is i at some point i just couldn't stand setsna anymore mm. i i hate setsna now oh, it right. just became so un- it became so if unbearable you watch it all in one go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Because she does has has the same thing yeah. over and over again. It's so weird. I keep I keep changing my mind watching it through who is the biggest source of uh, co- problem and conflict mm-hmm. right now. But she was for quite a while. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's actually fucking start. <laughs> Where does this episode even start, Magnus? So the last episode, as we remember, ended with the most disgusting kiss in anime history. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 And, and yeah. Also. And that's even more impressive, the most disgusting kiss in school days. So, <laughs> uh. That was implied. So Sakai is now outside, on her way home probably. She's on a bridge, I think it's the bridge that, that always shows up in the show, mm-hmm. uh, near Makoto's place. Yeah. Uh, and she walks straight into a flashback. Yeah. Like It's like that scene in Lord of the Rings where Frodo's in Mordor and he falls over and then he's like in... Galadriel's fear and she mm-hmm. like tells him stuff it's yeah, like yeah. this like she directly walks suddenly into like um, into like a flashback that she's in now mm-hmm. and it's a flashback featuring Sekai and Setsuna yeah an actually really interesting flashback to me yeah we it's... basically get more of the story of what happened between Sekai and Setsuna in regards to Makoto before the plot because we've yeah. already seen one scene we'd seen a scene already that took place like uh, at the beginning of the semester where, like, uh, Setsuna was supposed to be seated next to Makoto, yeah. but Sekai basically took her place I think, because she was interested in Makoto. I think this flashback, though, is in direct response to another flashback scene that we've had before. Okay. Uh, the one where Setsuna yeah, 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 yeah. Was, uh, was bullied by some people. Yeah, this is basically, yeah. like, the scene that takes place in the middle between these two flashbacks yeah. we've seen already. Like we've had before, Setsuna was bullied by some people, and then Makoto, like... Went to her and she like spoke to her and stuff yeah. like that. And basically cheered her up and mm. uh, told her that she's very strong and very cool and whatever. Stuff like that. And in this scene... The one source we have for Makoto actually being a better person before the anime. And in this scene, Sekai tells Setsuna a bunch of details about Makoto that she looked up. Yeah. She tells him that he's, he's somewhat popular for some reason. Yeah. Uh, she said that... It was romantic to be saved by him like this. Mm-hmm. And maybe he even likes you. Basically, the same thing she did with Kotonoha. That's the vibe that I yeah. got. She does, that's this, one she, of the vibes She tried to do the exact same thing that she eventually did with Makoto and Kotonoha yeah. before with Setsuna. Yeah, I got two ideas here. Yeah. The one is Sekai's doing that thing where she's trying to hook up a friend. Mm-hmm. In this case, uh, Setsuna and Makoto. And also, this is a reversal of what we've seen throughout a bunch of the show. Of Setsuna trying to hook Sekai up with Makoto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we have Sekai trying yeah. to hook Setsuna up with Makoto. So we ha- both of those things happen at some point in the past. Yeah. I think we talked about before in the episode where Setsuna leaves. About how we sa- sort of got the vibe that Setsuna was always kind of interested in Makoto in the flashback scenes. Mm-hmm. And Sekai, and she just sort of gave up on that to give Sekai a chance because she thought Sekai needed it more because she loves Sekai so much or whatever. Uh, but this kind of expands the view on that situation into Sekai knew that Setsuna kind of had a thing for Makoto. Like she she was full on in shipping mode, but she seems to have a thing for trying to get her friends to uh, find someone they love. And then falling in love with that person themselves. And that idea is expanded on in what happens next. Yeah, so after this scene that took place in her mind, 
We move on to another scene that takes place in her yeah. mind, but we're, more abstractly yeah. in her mind. Yeah, we're back to this um, to this mind theater thing. Yeah, to this weird no theater, yeah. which we had before with an uh, episode nine with Setna. Yeah, and the same figures in black robes with masks reappear, but yeah, there's this a difference time, this time. It's different. Yeah, yeah, uh, because it's not just random ass masks. Yeah, it's like also like not clearly not just random ass people. Yeah, the people are clearly yeah. uh, Kotonoha, Sekai, and Setsuna. Yeah, and Makoto. Him too. Makoto appears later. Yeah, he yeah. appears. We have uh, Kotonoha in a yellow mask, Se- Sekai in a blue mask, and Setsuna in a red mask. Yeah, uh, specifically, uh, Sek- uh, Setsuna appears first. It's not clear she's Setsuna, but I'm just gonna say it now. Yeah, we see it from her hair. Yeah, you can tell her hair. She's wearing like a, a red mask with like um, I guess devious. Look I just thought it was kind it. of funny that it wasn't in any way harder to identify these characters with masks on because they already look the same except for their hair. <laughs> so it really wasn't a big difference. I think maybe the, the expression on their masks are important. They were all smiling, though. Uh, they weren't. Uh, they were different, these expressions. Okay, like, sure. I looked at them and I thought they were just all smiling. As far as I can tell, um, the mask that Tetsna had on the red one had like a, a kind of more devious smile on mm-hmm. it. Uh, Sekai's mask, she had a blue mask on, was smiling. Uh, but Kotonoha's mask, she had a yellow one, looked sad. Okay, I th- I literally th- looked at them all and thought they were all smiling. I thought I thought Kotonoha's looked sad. Hmm, maybe it's the lighting and trying to pull something out. Because I actually looked up masks for this. Okay. Um, I looked up both no theater and kabuki theater. Kabuki the- uh, no theater is basically traditional Japanese theater. And kabuki theater is basically the modern version of no theater in a lot of ways. Like when you think of uh, theater masks, you probably think more of no theater. While you, when you think of like these white or red masks with like symbols on them or that look like a demon face or whatever, something like that. Like in stark whites and reds, you're probably thinking of kabuki theater. Mm. Okay. And colors are unimportant to what I could see okay. in, in these masks. And none of the masks look like this. These look like very simplified faces, where those are like complex, realistic-looking faces, usually. Okay. Which I thought was interesting, because, like, what this reminded me more of than actual no masks or kabuki masks is emojis. Uh, This gave me more of a, like, smiley vibe, just, like, with the eyes missing and with the mouth missing. Uh, basically like very simplified faces and i thought hey they could relate to phones but now none of them use emoji <laughs> on their phones yeah i don't think version. emojis were invented yeah uh, like at least not when the visual novel came out and the anime is like pretty strictly on that no this was the um the call in bracket close to smile times yeah yeah, yeah. if even that yeah so Setsna, the figure in red, it's not Setsna. We don't know that yet. We totally don't. Yeah, it's very shocking when we see it. Yeah. It's, they may it really hit mm. that. She says, even so, you started to want the flower you intended to give to someone else. Um, at which point the the fourth figure appears, a green figure wearing um well a figure wearing a green mask, which is mm-hmm. clearly Makoto. Yeah. Um, next to Sekai. Yeah, there's two Sekai. Is this another thing? Sekai is like in the middle of this, having her. Mind theater play yeah, yeah, around yeah. there's her. mask Sekai and there's like real Sekai. Yeah, there's an, there's another metaphorical mask Sekai holding a flower. Yeah. Um, uh, this part confused me because uh, we had the flower before as a metaphor in yeah. the other theater. The flower metaphor is a mess in this. I yeah, tried to write exactly. It down. <laughs> like at, at first I thought, yeah, obviously she's standing there with a flower. Yeah. The flower is gonna be Makoto. Yeah. Originally the flower yeah. was Makoto. Like, we definite, definitely determined but th- that. <laughs> but then Makoto appears. Yeah, Makoto appears, and then the text switches over to... 
you wanted him to basically you wanted him to praise you so you gave him the flower yeah is what she says so okay what is the flower in is this the flower now? her affection his affection is it her heart is okay so there's two things that i think the flower might be uh one of them the more like sensible to me is kotonoha but kotonoha is also there yeah, she's also <laughs> present so is it sex the flower could be sex love or relationships or any affection anything like that Because that is what she gave him. But the rest of the text in this scene really seems to imply that it's talking about that he gave... That yeah, she but, gave him Kotonoha. Yeah, so that's confusing because, like, even though you started to want... The, the, you intended to give the flower to someone else? Like, yeah. what? Was she gonna fuck someone else? Yeah. Did she want Kotonoha? But it's like Wait, what? Wait, no. Don't, don't, don't destroy my mind now. I'm so, this far. So... You used the flower as an excuse to get closer to him, so mm. I assume the flower is Kotonoha, right? Because like yeah, I, I guess so. That's what she used as. But an then excuse. why is Kotonoha also present? Good I question. Mean, he's standing absent from everyone else. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't get, I don't get this. Like, if Kotonoha wasn't in this scene, I think it would be easier. But also, it still starts with the sentence that you wanted the flower. Which yeah. she doesn't in this situation. Like when it says, uh, and when it came to him, you wanted him to praise you, so you gave him the flower. Yeah. Sekai gives Makoto the flower in the background. Yeah. And then, like, she says, I'm such a good girl for, signing, for finding such a pretty flower, right? Uh, let me show you how to pick this flower. Um, so, okay, how to pick this flower? Yeah. The flower must be Kotonoha, right? Oh, but I, he, the, weird, the weird thing is the, the Mai, the, the first person singular, because she's, she's always speaking in the second person. In, in every in every other part. Yeah, now she's talking like from the perspective of Sekai. Uh, or Setsuna, because she's Setsuna. <laughs> yeah, but then Setsuna would be speaking f through Sekai and Kotono um, and Makoto and meaning Setsuna and Sekai. I think we're gonna have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this scene is kind of a mess. But yeah, the it, thing it ends on, uh, uh, yeah, is basically that the the assumption that the Setsuna figure is putting out is if you had never introduced them, this might have never happened. I thought about this a lot when I rewatched the show, yeah. before I saw this. And, like, um, because we talked about how this show gives Sekai too much blame, Makoto too little. Yeah. And I think, because I, I said before, it always keeps switching who's the greatest source of conflict right now in the And anime. the greatest source of conflict, additionally, you, n tends to be the character who's actually active. Because, like, in the beginning, I think the main source of conflict does come from Sekai because she actually does stuff. I'm not just talking about... Con I'm talking about the character who's who's doing obviously wrong things mm. and making the situation worse. That keeps switching. Mm -hmm. And at first, I think it was Sekai. Because it started with, like, there's Makoto. He has a crush on Kotonoha. She learns relatively quickly that Kotonoha also kind of has a crush on him. Yeah. So it's like she wants to push her friends together. Yeah. But then, like, like it becomes clear pretty quickly that they're uncomfortable around each other. This, yeah. is, this isn't working yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. But she just keeps going. And at the same time, she's also trying to sort of build this hidden relationship with Makoto. Yeah, 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 yeah. So at first, uh, she certainly has blame. But it, 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 like, diminishes over time. Yeah, it quickly gets to a point where she's like, okay, something needs to happen here. Mm-hmm. Like, either I need to be break up with Makoto or Makoto needs to break up with Kotonoha. Yeah. Also, like, when she actually is with Makoto, like, for multiple episodes, she keeps being extremely upset about it yeah. because she feels terrible for Kotonoha. Yeah. 
Yeah. So in a way, it's true. Like on an objective, um, objectively in a deterministic speaking, level. Objectively speaking, it is true. If she hadn't introduced him, none of this would have probably happened. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like her motives weren't bad at first. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when she introduced yeah. him. Um, and she she certainly doesn't hold the whole blame for the situation. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, for sure. There was Makoto. There was Setna. Yeah. If he didn't do all of this, there was yeah, Kato yeah, yeah. as well to a degree. For sure. Like this is I I I see this less as like God uh, confronting Sekai with her actions and more as like Sekai criticizing herself. Uh, yeah, right? Sekai confronting herself. Yeah. I think what she's doing here is because I expected at the end of the episode that she would just be she would just be mad at Makoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not, not at first. Yeah. Instead, she's she's disappointed at herself. She thinks that she messed up. Yeah. This is all her fault. Yeah. Uh, th- I, I that think changes. that's actually an arc that she goes through throughout this half of the episode. She goes, I think, finally to the point of realizing that Makoto fucking sucks. Yeah. I think that's actually something that actively happens in this episode. That she actually starts realizing that Makoto is a... I'm going to kind of quote her uh, later on. That Makoto is unnecessarily cruel uh, yeah. in a way that he doesn't have to be. So then, as it turns out, a big shocker, the figure with the red mask, was Setsuna. Yeah, she takes off the mask and it really is presented like we should be shocked by that. Uh, Sekai is shocked. Sekai is shocked. A question, why is it Setsuna? I haven't, we haven't really spo- spoken about this and I haven't thought about it much, but now I want to know why is Setsuna telling her all this? I think the reason is that... Sekai feels like she lost Setsuna and like Setsuna also left her. I think that's why she kind of takes on this this is what you did wrong figure to her because she feels like Setsuna left her without really doing anything. That's partially why she went into this depression before the last episode. Yeah, again, good job Setsuna. Yeah, I thought great I should job, tell Setsuna. that again. You did good. So when Sekai sees that it was Setsuna, she screams no, she's shocked and then she she snaps back to reality. Oh, there, there goes, goes gravity. gravity. No, she doesn't actually <laughs> fall over. No, she's still on the bridge. I mean, she does fall on her knees. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she's like telling herself that Makoto said he was fine with all of this. I was also briefly confused about what that is supposed to mean. Because like, yeah, he, he was fine with... He was... I, I get the direction this is going in. This is the direction of Makoto did choose Sekai. <laughs> Makoto, yeah. Makoto did choose uh, Sekai in like the middle to middle late of the anime and she kind of never like she she did find out that he was cheating on her with Kato but uh like that was a bump in the road to her she doesn't know everything that we know i think that makoto basically isn't interested in relationships anymore yeah uh so next we're outside of makoto's building mm-hmm. uh, for a very brief scene where Makoto's saying goodbye to Kotonoha. She's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's uh, in the back of a car. And I was like, is this is this an Uber mm-hmm. or something? Or a taxi? Uh, I was thinking probably a taxi. I looked up what Japanese taxis look like. And apparently they don't have a uniform color. Okay. I thought, I know, like, I know Makoto's mom is driving her home. <laughs> or it's like, I don't know, her rich dad got her a driver or whatever. Yeah, parents still exist. Yeah. They are just not mentioned anymore. Yeah, parents just aren't relevant anymore, I think. And I think this is actually sort of interesting because she's not driving home with the train. Instead, she has a car. Mm-hmm. That implied to me that maybe Makoto organized this because mm-hmm. he's like, this is generally a weird thing. Every scene that we have 
with just Makoto and Kotonoha in the scene is weirdly utopian. Yeah, yeah. In this episode and in the last episode, uh, in the last half of the episode too, that we did the last episode on, he t- genuinely ten- uh, seems to want to do better for Kotonoha. Yeah. So that's be- that's the scene. That's all that happens here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I wrote down something about the beginning of the next scene. Mm-hmm. A Sikai awakes to the worst breakup text ever. <laughs> Like I have, I have had three of my relationships end with breakup text, and they always suck. Like you don't want a relationship to end with someone writing you it's over. Like you can actually talk it out with them, and you can get to like a, a satisfying mm-hmm. conclusion in person. This one yeah, is okay, particularly hang on, hang on. bad. So um, she's on the bed depressed. We've we've had this before. This is mm-hmm. a thing she does uh, when she's feeling bad. Uh, and then she gets a message. Yeah. And she sees from it's from a coach and is very excited about it. Yeah. Like I she wants to make up, I guess. She wants and we can see the yeah. joy leave her eyes. Yeah, as she, she reads sees it. what he wrote. Because he basically told her that Kotonoha can introduce her to a clinic that she knows. The so- the sooner she goes, the less stress on her body. Meaning she's basically suggesting her to do an abortion. Yeah, go abort the baby. Yeah. Which is, is essentially what the text is. Meaning the breakup text is basically as much as um, she tells her, uh, hey, my new girlfriend <laughs> knows an abortion clinic for yeah. you to get rid of that baby that you wanted to have with us. So, okay, this message is going to be relevant later. So I just want to, like, set it in stone and make it really clear what this message says. Because yeah. the message says, with a strain on your body, it very clearly implies go to that clinic, they can get you an abortion there. Yeah. This, everyone else in the episode, for the rest of the episode, will treat this message as saying something completely different. Everyone else will treat it as the message saying, go to a clinic, they can check if you're actually pregnant there. Oh, okay. I didn't think of that at all. The rest of the episode, whenever whenever someone references Sekai going to the clinic, it is very clearly in the context of they can figure out if you're actually pregnant there. Really? I I thought this was only uh, at one point at the end. Two points. I I, I don't think it's that clear, really. Makoto is also going to imply that, like a little bit later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, uh, like a few scenes later, he asks her if she went to that doctor... She doesn't doesn't answer, and then he says, "Like, well, she maybe Sekai was just imagining things then," hmm. which to me very clearly says she was just imagining ah. that she's pregnant. Oh, right, I was wondering what that meant. Yeah, okay, uh, we'll get so, there. So uh, Sekai is horrified when mm-hmm. she sees this message, message, like, and then she like there's, there's like this creepy horror music playing. Yeah, and she puts a hand on her stomach because after all these things, she still pregos. Or is she? Yeah, that's the thing in this, in this half of the episode. Yeah. Um. So the next scene is in school, which which came... Yeah, I, I have questions. <laughs> it, it came as a weird shock to me that just that school still exists. There's also no snow outside. Uh, yeah. So either it all melted away or we had a time skip. But where? <laughs> like, I assume last episode, last half of this episode was on Christmas. Mm-hmm. based on context. So we're after Christmas now. So Christmas break is presumably over. Now, I don't know how long Christmas break is in Japan, but I assume it's like at least a week, right? Like a winter break, you'd assume, right? Mm. So maybe there was a time skip like before Sekai got the message? Maybe. Or like there wasn't a time skip and it was just everything that happened so far took place on a weekend. 
Who knows? It'll just melt it so fast. And the so snow fast. just... Me- I mean, we live in a place that has snow regularly. That yeah, does happen that happens. fast. That does happen that fast. So yeah, Makoto goes to school. And then on like the back right of the seats, there's no one sitting there. Sekai isn't there, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he sighs like in relief as he sees this. Was it in relief? Because to me, it seemed more like sighing in... Ah, this again. Like, to me, the sigh okay, seemed more okay. like... Ah, uh, she's staying home again. That could uh, also be. I thought he was relieved that she. That could also be that. Her. Could also be that. Also, another weird thing: there's no one I've ever seen in this classroom. There's only two people there, and yeah, I've never yeah, seen yeah. them. Where's everyone? Yeah. Is the school? Is school actually taking place? Are they repeating a test? <laughs> and then he gets a message from Sakai. Yes. Uh, it says, "I want to talk to you. I'll go to your house." So, okay, when are we time-wise? Because, like, we see the clock right after it, and it's, like, 1 p.m., I think, uh, which would be the end of a school day. School day? Like, at, oh, school day. <laughs> like, at least here. But I assume, like, he walked into the classroom that that was the beginning of the school day. So, like, did she just wait at his house all day until he was done with classes, and then he went back? Yeah, maybe? Or the message was implying after school, I don't know. Or... Maybe he just left. Yeah, maybe he just left. <laughs> like, who cares, who cares anymore? Who cares about school at this point? <laughs> then we have a scene on the roof. Yes, we're yes. back to the roof set. Yeah, with Makoto and Kotonoha. Um, and Kotonoha asks Makoto if Sekai will go to the clinic. Yeah. And he says, probably. And he also says to yeah. her, like, thank you for doing this and all of that. Like, it's a done deal. Yeah. Like, oh, man, thank God you found a doctor who will see a person about a child. Yeah, it's like he doesn't know her that well. Is abortion illegal in Japan? Is it something that you need to find, like, a doctor who's willing to do it for? I don't know. I don't know. I know they have a problem with people not having enough children, but is it that dystopian? <laughs> I like, I know that Makoto is... I had the theory in the last episode that we made... That Makoto is, like, trying to avert everything to the way that he he thinks it should have been. Mm. And, like, no, he's, he's, he's cutting everything off with Sekai. He's being mm. with Kotonoha. And it's so weird because the rest of the scene is... He drinks her tea. He enjoys it. He, mm. like, he says that he was a pushover in the past and he did a lot of wrong things. Yeah, he he's suddenly, on like, her. ultra cool with her. Yeah, and I was, I was watching the scene. It felt like this scene was cut out of a finale... <laughs> Yeah. Of the show that didn't go like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it actually kind of felt like an episode f- from, like, the beginning. From, like, yeah, episode yeah. 3, 4. But better, because there he never committed like this. Yeah, it's... This is, like, I, I told a you, very the, different These scenes Makoto. are weirdly utopian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they share a kiss. And it's, yeah. not, it's not a gross kiss. It's, it's like just a nice a, little... It's just a... Like a peck. Like an like a anime eating, just num. Yeah. <laughs> just a little kissy. <laughs> just a little num. So, the scene begins with... Makoto and Sekai sitting on the table yeah. across from each other. Yeah. And there's a we're with we're in we're behind Sekai. Mm-hmm. We basically see her only from the back and we see Makoto opposite her yeah. on a different couch. They are sitting there in silence for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makoto uh, like says to her yeah. basically so were you at the uh, so how was how was it? He yeah. Asked. He like, says how was it? Like in a way of like oh obviously you already went to the clinic. Yeah, like... Okay. It's, like, he lives in the same fantasy world that Kotonoha does yeah, right now, I feel yeah. like. Uh, and then there's an even longer silence. Mm. It's like 10 seconds. A very long silence. Yeah, he's just sitting there. He's, like, scratching the back of his head. It's, 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 there's so much tension in this. Yeah. And then, like, he... 
He, he asks her if, he, uh, if he should make tea, and she interrupts him and says she'll do it herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, breaking the tension. Yeah. And then she, she just gets up and walks to the kitchen. And this and is... then then he says... Yeah, then he says, I, I guess, guess Sikai was, was just imagining, imagining things. things. So to me, this, this makes implies, sense now to me. Yeah, to if me, you're this, right, this makes sense. Yeah, to me, this implies that Kotonoha, in a later point, will imply that she thinks that Sekai is faking that she has a baby. And I'm thinking that maybe she talked about this with Makoto off screen, which is why Makoto also thinks this now. Cause like that doesn't make any sense in relation to mm. in relation to Sekai getting an abortion. Yeah. So Sekai goes in the kitchen. She she sets up uh, a kettle to boil water, mm. and then she she sees the remains of the feast that she made in the trash. Yeah, we remember back a little bit to. So I think... wait, so that much time can't have passed. True. Then. Because the garbage's still there. Yeah. So I assume it really was just a Christmas weekend or yeah, something I know. like that. Or like the end of the holidays. Like the turkey in the trash looks a, a little moldy maybe. Yeah, but not like... Not like uh, not like it's been there for a week. Also, we remember back to the scene where, Kato- uh, where Makoto went back home and cleaned all of this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also set up a coffee in that scene. Because yeah, Kotoroha I'm going to mention it over. later. Yeah. He was uh, also, a tea, also a tea. He was tea, also yeah. setting up a kettle. Yeah, like we get the same noise again. Uh huh. And then uh, she looks at this trash for a while, as she takes out her phone and starts typing. Like angrily, we see that her face is angry at this yeah. point. And then we get back to Makoto, and uh, we can hear that his phone is ringing in his room, like around the corner. Yeah. And he um, like yeah. leaves the room to go towards yeah. it. And we see Sekai standing in the Brandishing kitchen door a knife. with a knife. She in has hand. a knife in hand. All this knife imagery, imagery is finally mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. That's a very small scene. It's not that important, I think. Yeah. With uh, with Kotonoha being in, f- in front of, I think, some train station, maybe. Uh, with uh, um, uh, Kokoro. With Kokoro, with her sister. And, like, Kokoro exp- tells, she says that she's going to make dinner for him, Ko- Kotonoha, that is. And they're going to take a trip uh, with a boat out at sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mentioned before that she has a yacht. Yeah, that she has a yacht and that she wants to do something. Mm-hmm. Like, in her yeah. insane, her phone is yeah. off and she's talking mode. She was Actually, talking yeah, about the Kotono yacht. Kotono isn't acting insane for uh, most of this half of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her highlights are back. Yeah. Her, her <laughs> eye highlights are I back. I mean, not just this. He's, like, she was still acting insane in the, in the previous half. Yeah, yeah, He's acting pretty normal for this scene. Yeah. And for the last one yeah. as well. And then he, Makoto picks up his phone. We're back there. Yeah, he's looking at yep. it. And the message says, sorry. And then there's a bunch of blank spaces. Yeah, and as he walks there and takes the phone, we get the sound in the yeah. background of the kettle yeah. like going up and up, this kettle boiling mm-hmm. over, yeah. the same sound we had before. And he scrolls down the phone, it gets higher and louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he, get, when he gets to the bottom... Uh, just really quickly, in the end, with the boiling kettle, Makoto burned himself. Yeah. So he got hurt because it boiled over. Yeah. And as... As he gets to the... Because it gets increasingly, like, exponentially louder. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets to the bottom of the message, it stops, and it says goodbye. By the way, it says sayonara. I looked at it. Yeah. Which is the exact same thing that uh, Setsuna said in her final scene when Makoto was looking for her at the train station and the screen turned black. We had her voice saying sayonara and the episode ended. Yeah. Just thought it was a nice little parallel. Yeah. Kanashi mino. Yeah, that's where it happens. And a, wait. I have to do this for real then. Yeah, actually have a guitar here, huh? <laughs> yeah. Basically the noise from the um the noise from the kettle stops immediately as he reads Sayonara. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, a song starts playing yeah. that this episode ends out on and that's going to be playing for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Which is called Kanashimi no Muko e. Yeah. Is the name of the song. 
It it's goes also like, the song that you heard in the beginning. Yeah, in the intro. You like the new intro? <laughs> yeah, we faded from our usual inter- intro into this outro song. Yeah. And Magnus has brought a guitar. I have a guitar here. It goes. Okay. You're gonna join me on this. You have the text here. Okay. And that's for the first verse. We're gonna sing this. Okay. Yeah. It goes. Kanashi no nara. Thank you. <laughs> that song is a fucking banger. Yeah, it's like, really good. Up on YouTube. This, was already, this was already a massive meme long before we made this pad yeah, podcast yeah. for us. Yeah, this song is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it plays for the remaining end of the I've episode almost. I've actually seen meme videos with this song before. Like, people using it as a meme song for dramatic endings. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. And as the song starts playing, uh, Sekai standing him uh, behind wait, him. Trigger warning. That time oh, yeah. earlier where I said blood mm. and gore, uh, that's now. So, yep. yeah, skip. Yep. So, as he turns around... Sakai's there and she she stabs him in the in the stomach basically yeah, in yeah, the yeah. side. She she yeah. she stabs him. Yeah, and she she like falls over, and she uh, she sits on top of him and keep says you're too cruel. Yeah, which I mean, is what I'm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, in all respect, he's not the one stabbing right now. Yeah, <laughs> but you know he is fucking cruel. <laughs> yeah, and she, she keeps stabbing him. It's a it's a very violent scene. It's a scene where while I was ra- writing notes, I realized that I was smiling, which, you know, th- that says things. Uh, so, okay, in full disclosure right here. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to die like this. Okay. I mean not in sense of the plot, but in sense of a human person who gets brutally killed like this. He doesn't deserve to die. Let's not especially not this brutally. Come on. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't he though? I don't think he does. <laughs> I think he does. I think another death is not justified. That okay. Happens. By the way, just a thing here. Uh, every time I've seen this anime so far through to the end, it has shocked me every time that this happens because I keep remembering wrong that Kotonoha was the person who stopped Makoto. I, I, it was that was the case for me the first two times or something I watched it. At this point, I wasn't anymore. It's, At this point, I knew. It's like I keep forgetting. Yeah, no, no, no. It is Sekai who kills yeah, him. Yeah, I know. I know Which, now. You know why you think that? Because that would be much more satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> and also because it seems like the thing that's being set up. But mm-hmm. it isn't what happened. Yeah, we've had a flashback with a knife before, uh, but not, not here. Okay, actually, we've had both a scene of Sekai with a knife and of Kotonoha yeah. with a knife. So, like, setting also, up something like this. Uh, like, most of the things that seem kind of weird and, like, they kind of lack a little bit of setup, this is also something that doesn't happen in the visual novel. Ah, yeah. okay. Makoto doesn't die. Like, there might be endings where he dies, but the endings that this ending is based on, he does not die in either of them. Okay. So... Just something to keep in mind. If it seems kind of weird that this is coming from Sekai right now, it's because they were adapting for a lot of it the visual novel pretty closely, and it doesn't happen in the visual novel. Okay. So when she says you're too cruel, we see a bunch of quick flashbacks yeah. of scenes with Makoto and Sekai. Yeah. And she says you're trying to be happy with Katsura-san, who is Kotonoha. Yeah. 
And we get flashbacks of him with Kotonoha. Like, she's saying this very hysterically because she's currently killing him. Yeah, also, uh, with the next flashbacks, like, the last flashbacks we see mm -hmm. is of Makoto and Sekai's happiest moments. Uh, and at that point, he basically, like, grabs onto her and says her name, like, weakly while he's dying. Yeah. And leaves, like, a trail of blood in his wake. And... That kind of made me think that the flashbacks we're seeing here are actually are not just like something we the audience see, but like Makoto's life flashing before his eyes. Yeah, that's what because I he remembers remembers nice moments with her, says her name, like feels regret in his final moments for what he did to yeah. her. Yeah, and then yeah, uh, he dies. Also, he makes a lot of like Makoto noises while he dies. Yeah, which was very distracting to me because he sounds exactly like he always sounds. I I didn't notice because it wasn't out of place because he was actually being stabbed for real. Yeah, but he always sounded like he was being stabbed <laughs> when he made these noises. <laughs> okay, like, true. Th that's just gurgling up blood noises. Yeah, and then he's dead. We get like a like a shot from the top. Well, he looks like seriously Tommy Wiseau at the end of the room dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it looks very similar. He's, yeah. There's just insane amounts insane of blood amounts everywhere. Of blood. <laughs> like, he's very extremely dead. <laughs> Makoto's before never seen mom runs in. Makoto, are you alright? <laughs> and, 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 and then daddy runs in. No! Johnny! Yeah, uh, yeah, Makoto's dead. Yeah. Uh, Makoto was stabbed to death. Yeah. Then we we, do, we get a small shot of the cattle now, now whistling at, at, at top. Yeah, yeah at the max. noise of the cattle comes back in and we see Sekai is kind of freaking out. Yeah, she, and she I like, think this is like reality fading back in. Yeah. Like she, she suddenly realizes, holy shit, what did I do? Yeah, she starts panicking and runs away. Mm. Um, um, she can maybe get away with it not being murder. That was definitely something that happened in the moment. You can probably assume that she was planning it in some way because she sent him the message. But this was definitely an emotional reaction in that moment. She can plead yeah. that it isn't murder. Okay? I mean, I don't, I don't know how School Day's law works. <laughs> remember, remember the sex tape viewing? She's also a child. She's also a child. And she's also pregnant, so there's hormones coming into this. So, you know, uh, yeah, she can okay. plead a lot of things. Yeah. She can have little stab as a treat. <laughs> I I would defend her in a court of law. Okay. And next we see just an establishing shot of the house again. And then Kotonoha gets home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We see her dropping her bag. Yeah. As she sees... The bloody corpse. A very dead Makoto on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but she, she basically... <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. You come home with your groceries and there's a dead Makoto on the floor. <laughs> And she drops her bag, but she we see no reaction in her face. Yeah, she seems, like, baffled yeah. more than anything. Yeah, m baffled more than she's freaking out. Yeah. So the next scene is back in Sekai's apartment for a moment. Yeah. She's sitting on the edge of her bed, still covered in blood. Yeah. And she, like, she, uh, she took off c her clothes, I think. Like, we see clothes laying in the ba uh, in the corner of the room. She was still covered in blood at that point. Yeah, okay. But she definitely took something off. Yeah. Maybe her coat. Wait a minute. I just realized she's at her apartment. That she's. It means she, like, drove in the train nine stations covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she also ordered a car. <laughs> yeah. Just something that I also thought <laughs> Yeah, Uber of. drivers don't ask questions. Bro, 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 bro. Just something I thought of real quick. She says uh, sorry to Makoto he scrolls down mm -hmm. it's goodbye and then she he dies she doesn't tell him in person she sends it through a phone it's it's, oh, we're back. it's it's the phones the phones come back for last communication the things she can't say in person come through the phone the true emotions in this 
case I want to kill you. And right here, we get another such message through the phone. Yeah, she gets another message. Uh, she's like hesitant. It takes you takes you wait a second before she she picks up the phone. Yeah. And on it, it says, I'll be waiting on the roof. And the message is from Makoto. And also, wouldn't that have been a lot more effective if we didn't have that tiny scene before of Kotonoha coming home and seeing Makoto's dead body? Like, I think that could have raised some actual mystery on if it actually is Makoto. Uh, it wouldn't have raised a lot of mystery. Yeah, but it could have been a little bit, right? Like, I, like, I, w- I think I would have figured have... it out. I also would have. But, like, we, the audience, might have had, like, something to think about in that point, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, wait, how is Makoto sending the message? Did he maybe actually survive? Like, she actually didn't kill him? Yeah, and then he's like, hey, we're gonna meet on the roof, talk this through, okay? <laughs> we gotta talk about this. You stabbed this me 27 you stab- times. You stabbed me a couple of times, and I do kind of feel regret about how I treated you now. So, let's talk. <laughs> so, she arrives on the roof. Mm-hmm. She enters the roof of the school. It's at night now. She's not covered in blood anymore, which presumably means that she actually, like, Took a shower and uh, sw- and sw- changed her clothes. Mm-hmm. I, I like I thought at that moment the reason like she would of course do this because like she doesn't know what she's expecting there and she yeah. doesn't want anyone to see her covered in blood. But then again, she did drive home. <laughs> I also think like that was a question to ask myself: Why does she respond to this? Because if it's actually Makoto, then she just stabbed him and he kind of survived. If it isn't Makoto, it could be anyone. It's probably Kotonoha. Or is uh, like, I don't know, the police? Is there I think, police? Yeah, I think either way, like, we see that, she, uh, like, a little bit later, that she brought the knife to yeah. that situation. Actually, so, uh, as she walks across the roof, uh, we see uh, we see that she's hiding something in her pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she we can assume that she, whoever is there, and it's probably Kotonoha, mm. is something someone she might have to defend herself against. Yeah. Also, like, I would also go there if I was in her situation. Because then she can reasonably, like, act like she didn't know that Makoto was dead. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, is helpful in her case mm. if she wants to hide that she did this. So, Sekai arrives and walks across the roof. And yeah. on the bench, there where is... Where they always sat. There is a bag. Where the three guys met. Yeah, where the three guys <laughs> sat. Yeah. In this, in this roof where the three guys <laughs> sat, uh, there is a bag. Like a, like a training bag. 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 Yeah, there's a training bag. Um... Very non, non, not suspicious. Yeah, just a just a normal a bag. A normal bag. And she walks, like, up to it. And then Kotonoha arrives. Mm-hmm. She was hiding, like, in the shadows or something. And she asks Sekai if she went to the clinic. With, like, her eyes hidden mm-hmm. uh, in shadow. Yeah, yeah, horror eyes. Yeah. And she tells her uh, she'd never go to a clinic that Kotonoha recommends. Which, you know... That's kind of valid, like in yeah. this situation. She did just kill a man. She did just <laughs> kill a man. But that man was Makoto. Yeah. So I think no jury would convict in this situation. <laughs> no jury would convict? <laughs> I beg to differ. I wouldn't convict. It's Makoto. <laughs> I don't know. I know Ace Attorney. <laughs> Anime court is weird. <laughs> That's just how it is. So Kotonoha says that basically she lied yeah. And this is what you mentioned before that I didn't realize to this point, but Kotonoha believes that she's not actually pregnant. Yeah. She seems to assume that that Sekai was faking her pregnancy. And then she she goes on to say, besides, you go, you couldn't carry his child because I'm his girlfriend. And also, like, something I just want to point out in this scene real quick is mm-hmm. her highlights are gone again. Ah. We see her eyes again and they don't have highlights anymore with Kotonoha. So mm-hmm. she's back in... I see this as signifying that she's back in full-on delusion mode, where both Sekai isn't actually pregnant, 
and Sekai couldn't get pregnant because she's Makoto's girlfriend fit in. Yeah. This is this is her delusion, only I am there for Makoto thinking. And then Sekai starts saying, I want she like right, like as she's crying, I want to be Makoto's girlfriend too. Yeah. I just held it in and did everything he wanted me to do. Uh how could this happen? And like this really implies that I mean you and me both, yeah. girl. I also don't know how this happened. <laughs> I mean I was just I was just gonna say like I think at this point she understands that Mikoto was in fact a piece of shit. Yeah. But I think she knew she just killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she knew before. She knew yeah. before. But like it only... That point where she killed him is, I think... Or where he sent her the message was the point where she fully grabs. Oh, okay. This guy doesn't give a shit at all about me. Mm. And then Kotonoha answers. Makoto is here. Right? Why don't you ask him? Which, you know... Yeah. Oh, man. I was wondering what this bag was what this non-suspicious oh, man, bag I had is. no idea yeah so she looks inside the bag and we don't see what's in the yeah. bag we just see that Sekai is fucking terrified of yeah what she and sees. she gets she gets she's sick and she pukes which I wrote down as pregnancy imagery because uh, that's been the signifier again. of her being pregnant before this a uh, few times before yeah. was always she has to puke also um we see the bag open but it's just dark in there pretty much yeah. I, I did take a screenshot and, like, turned up the levels to see if I can uh, see anything think, in the I bag. I think it was just black, right? It wasn't completely black. Okay. There's shapes in there, but I can't make them okay, out. Okay, okay, okay. I, I mean, I assume they couldn't show that. Like, I, I assume what's in there is something they couldn't legally show to us. I don't know. Like, I, I've, I've seen, the like, three scenes ago. Uh, yeah, but, like, big, big splatters of blood are something different from, like, sub... Like it's his head, right? It's his head. Yeah, it's definitely a his head is head. definitely in there. And they, I probably, they probably didn't want to show us the flesh part of the neck cut yeah. open. <laughs> so after this, Kotonoha says, "Let me see," and then she draws a saw blade. Yeah, and I thought this was interesting. Uh, Sekai draws her bloody knife that she killed Makoto with, yeah. and Kotonoha draws a bloody saw blade. Which, she cut off Makoto's head, right? Yeah, yeah, she used the saw blade to saw his head off. She definitely Clearly. sat down there with Makoto's corpse and methodically sawed his head off. Yeah. To put it in the trading bag. Yeah, and Sekai draws her knife. Yeah, and it's is quickly disarmed. Also, uh, the knife, like, she bothered to shower. Yeah, but she did not clean the knife. She did not clean the knife. This is this is this is the Makoto blood knife. I'm gonna keep this. Sekai, that's when you stab someone with this, they might get an infection. Okay, you don't want to get the blood from another person into this person. That's just that's not good stabbing. Like you don't want them to get infected. That's not clean. That's not good for them. That's not good for you. That's bad stabbing, Sekai. That's bad stabbing technique. All right. <laughs> Learn to stab safe. I mean, she has very bad stabbing technique, as we see, because Kotono immediately disarms yeah, her. Yeah, she she grabs her hand, disarms her. And then, like, Sekai had to stab a lot to kill Makoto. Yeah. Kotonoha is a fucking pro. Yeah. Like, she does one slice. Yeah, we see Kotonoha brandish her saw blade. Which then... is, oh, by the way, not a great weapon to kill someone. Yeah, it's not a knife, it's a saw. Yeah. And then, like, uh, we just see this guy, and then a Kill Bill fountain of blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my assumption is she probably cut open her neck. Yeah, she side. cut open her neck, yeah. or my assumption is actually she cut off her head. Because we see the head flop to the side and God like, damn. fall. Like, in one saw blade stroke. This is saw. <laughs> How did you do this? She's just really fucking good at this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. Yeah. And then we see... Well, we mostly see the roof and the sky as we hear disgusting uh, noises and sawing going on. Yeah. And then we get a shot from inside Sekai. 
Yeah. Uh, we at... see basically through an open wound outside Kotonoha. Yep. And then Kotonoha says, just as I thought, uh, you were lying. There's no baby inside of you. Okay, so let's talk about all the ways this doesn't work. <laughs> okay, so Sekai figured out that she was pregnant. The time scale is complicated, right? But it's like at most a month ago. Probably like a week ago, at uh, about a week ago. If we don't assume like two radical time skips in recent times. So, yeah, the doy, there's no baby in there. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It's like a few cells at this point. Like, yeah. it's barely anything. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I found a quote. Uh, because I was looking, I was actually curious, and that's where I'll get into the visual novel endings. Because I was curious about, okay, what do the visual novels say about if Sikai was actually pregnant? Okay. I wanted to figure that out. And in the article on the changes to the ending, uh, I had this amazing quote. Uh, Kotonoha's ability to determine first trimester pregnancies on a rooftop at night is unknown. <laughs> Which is the sarcastic wiki writer you do usually don't see. Someone clearly wasn't satisfied with the ending of the anime. Um... Also, she's still in full delusion mode. Yeah, <laughs> she's still in full delusion mode. I just, the way I remembered it is that the anime is actually, and like the anime doesn't refute this, the anime is actually implying that Sekai might have lied about being pregnant. That's what I thought, but now in hindsight, like she was sick. Yeah. Also on her own. Yeah. Like, like, like do you think she's, am I supposed to think that she's cheating her, that she's like lying to herself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I just, don't think so. I just want to say, let's do really quickly... Uh, the final scene before the credits. Mm -hmm. um, before I get into how the visual novels end. Yeah. Okay. So the next scene's actually quite beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, except for like... Except, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, like we see like the sunrise mm -hmm. on the ocean. There's uh, there's a yacht. It's yeah. the yacht. Yeah, it's a it's a sail sailboat yeah. yacht. It's a nice and one. And Kotonoha is lying on the yacht. Embracing Makoto's severed, severed head. <laughs> yes. Uh, which no blood this time. Uh, apparently she cleaned it up or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe she did like a, a small metal part I at mean, the bottom like the heads from we Futurama. Can, we can see the bag lying yeah. there and that yeah, was yeah, still, yeah. there was blood in it. Uh, and then she and says, we don't see his face. Yeah. It's like pressed against her chest. And then she says, we can finally be alone, Makoto-kun. And, and yeah. yeah. That's it then. What I'm thinking here too is like, did she ever come back? I don't know. Maybe she this? just... Did she just die out on sea? I can imagine that. I can imagine that she, like, died there at some point and did never returned. I can imagine that. It's not very clear. And there's going to be, like, a small after credit scene we talk about that also doesn't specify that. But while we're here, I wanted to figure out if Sekai was pregnant in the visual novel. So first of all, while we go through this, some interesting differences between the anime and the visual novel that I found while I was looking through basically the comparisons page. First of all, the pool episode... <laughs> Uh, this one does show up in the visual novel, but it's after the school festival. And okay. only, li uh, only like in a few of the storylines that actually continue for a good while after the school festival. Because not all of them do. Some end way earlier. So I assume that the, the pool episode is quite different in the visual novel then? Yes, yes. It is also at a pool, but a lot of different things happen. There's some small changes, basically like what I mentioned before, some of the... Plots couldn't happen in the same run, but they've been kind of combined into one storyline. The things that happen at the school festival that do show up in the game, but different, uh, one of them is you can actually go with Kato to the fuck room, but you can't have sex with Kato in the fuck room. 
That's an anime original. Okay. Uh, when you go to the fuck room with Kato, Makoto decides to either go to Se uh, to Sekai or Kotonoha instead. He never goes to the fuck room with... Uh, he never actually has sex in the fuck room with Kato. Okay. Also, another thing at the uh, that can happen at the school festival that happened in the anime is the, the worst sex scene ever between Kotonoha and Taisuke. Uh. That can happen in the game. Like, I was going through these parallels and was thinking, wow, the game seems a lot better. No, this part is way worse in the game. Oh, uh, no. It can happen, but it can't happen at the same time that Kato is going to the sex room with, with Makoto. Because in the visual novel, Kato orchestrates this. What? Like, she was kind of implied to do this in the anime because she was given that pep talk to Taisuke, essentially, that led to him doing that in the end. But she, like, it's called rape in the, in the visual novel. And it's, it's absolutely intentionally a plan by Kato to torture Kotonoha even more. So that's there. Also, uh, this leads to them being in a relationship after the school festival in the visual novel. Taisuke and Kotonoha get together after the school festival if this happens. No. Yeah, yeah, that fucking sucks, right? That really sucks. You remember how we were, like, talking about how... Taisuke clearly doesn't understand what happens last night when he tries to get with Kotonoha yeah. the next day. Yeah, that's just how it works in the visual uh. novel. Also, Setsuna ha does nothing resembling anything in the anime with Makoto in the visual novel. Sh she is implied to have always had a thing for Makoto, and there are endings where they can ultimately kinda end up together, but she doesn't kiss him at the school festival. She can hug him, but that happens after the school festival. She can also potentially have sex with him w before she goes to Paris and get pregnant and then returns six months later and says that she's his wife. Although in that plotline, she also leaves for Paris so Makoto can be with Sekai. It's, it's, it's weird. Oh, another thing with Setsuna is Setsuna doesn't always go to Paris. Okay. And it's not like she decides to stay behind to be with Sekai uh, or something and or to help Sekai. No, in some of the storylines the plot just doesn't go there. She just doesn't go to Paris. Whatever the reason for her to go to Paris, it just doesn't happen I guess. So that's the main things there. Now let's get to the endings. Okay. Um, The ending in this anime is basically a very much changed fusion of two endings in the visual novel. And when I say two endings I mean two final sentences basically. Because an ending can still have a completely different plot and still be considered the same ending as soon as it ends exactly in the same way. And that's the To My Child ending and the Bloody End ending. Uh, now you can probably assume, based on those names, which plot elements they took from them. The Bloody End ending is the Kotonoha kills Sekai ending. Yeah. Uh, not Makoto, by the way. Makoto doesn't die in that ending. He doesn't die in the other one, too. Uh, either and the to my child ending is the Sekai gets pregnant ending because that's okay. also not something that necessarily happens like basically any of the main cast can get pregnant and it's like something that is expected in the visual novel like Kotonoha wants to get pregnant with Makoto if they end up together and Sekai wants to get pregnant with Makoto yeah. if they end up together everyone can become Harami which is yeah exactly <laughs> that's why the, the town is called that because pregnancy is an expected everyone is pregnant it's an expected ending for these 14 year olds okay Let's talk about the bloody end ending first, because that one is simultaneously the most complex and the easiest one to explain. Because the bloody end ending is actually one of the most common endings in school days, which is probably why they adapted it for the anime. Mm. Like, you get that from a lot of different routes. And what happens in the end differs how exactly it comes to this point, but 
basically how it ends is always with uh, Kotonoha killing Sekai with a saw blade. So that is something that happens in the, mm-hmm. in the visual novel and in the anime. With one big difference. Uh, in the visual novel, she does it at the train station. Oh, just like that in public? With every other cast member around them. <laughs> What? Sekai and, uh, Sekai and Makoto are about to go on a train and fucking uh, everyone else is there. Taisuke is there. Uh, what's her name? Nanami is there. Everyone's there. Hikari is there. And Sekai walks up to... Uh, and Kotona walks up to Sekai and kills her with a saw blade in front of everyone. And it's implied, although we don't see it, that she kills herself immediately afterwards. Okay. Also right there. So that's how it happens in the visual novel, this ending. The other ending can happen in two different ways. And I wrote both of, them, both of them down because they're fucking amazing. Oh, like terrible? So let's talk about the To My Child ending. I've cut these down into To My Child 1 and To My Child 2. To My Child 1 is basically the one that's the closest to what happens in the anime. Okay. It's still very different. I'm just gonna... I think it's fun if I just start from the end and you can infer everything that happened before that. So Taisuke is with Sekai and Makoto is with Kotonoha. These are in a relationship at the beginning of this ending. Taisuke. Taisuke and Sekai. Taisuke and Sekai. (laughs) And Makoto and Kotonoha. Okay. And Sekai and Makoto decide that actually they're in love with each other and they should both break up with their respective partners. And we've had this before. <laughs> yeah, just also Taisuke involved this time. Oh, uh, no. So after like a lot of this and that happens, Sekai and Taisuke break up and Sekai breaks up with Taisuke and Taisuke calls Makoto crying and like, oh, she broke up with me. Blah, 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 blah. And Makoto breaks up with Kotonoha. That happens. And after that, when they're actually together, Sekai finds out that she's pregnant. And because of the way this ending works and the plot before it worked, it could either be Makoto's or Taisuke's child. And they find out from context throughout this ending that it's actually uh, Taisuke's child and not Makoto's. Okay. So as soon as Makoto finds out about her being pregnant and not even with his child, he immediately breaks up with her again and gets with Kotonoha. Uh, Uh... How is this the closest ending to this? <laughs> I'll talk about the other one. Um, <laughs> and as a result, um, Sekai leaves, basically. And uh, nobody knows where she is. Like, Makoto comes to school the next day and Taisuke tells her, oh yeah, Sekai's gone. She's just not there anymore. She, she left town or whatever. Her mother doesn't know where she is. Who knows? Okay, to my child too. <laughs> to my other child. Or as I, would, uh, I call it, the thruple ending. It's the ending where they actually decide that a three-way relationship might be worth trying. Okay. Makoto, Kotonoha, and Sekai. This is the polyamory ending. So I'm going to sum it down a lot because I don't want to talk about the multiple graphic sex scenes described in this ending. Like, this is this is full-on porn. This is full-on porn. There were multiple descriptions of blowjobs. Okay, I'll continue. Okay. Kotonoha is basically cool with sharing Makoto at this point in the plot. As long as Makoto loves her the most. She basically just cares about, okay, if Makoto loves me the most, he can have sex with anyone else he wants. And they basically decide to basically have a three-way relationship with Sekai, where they all have sex together and all of that. The only issue is that Sekai isn't into this. (laughs) Uh, Sekai tries it out, uh, but realizes really quickly that it really doesn't work for her to see Makoto with anyone else. 
she does want him for herself, which, you know, is kind of wild because she's the I ship Makoto with everyone and then I want him kind of person, but all right. And it essentially ends on, like, you know, that fucking stupid trope of a third character overhearing two characters talking about something out of context and then taking, like, bad conclusions from it. This has the worst version of this I've ever seen in anything. Oh, no. This has, um... So, Kotonoha basically texts Hekai, Hey, Makoto and I are gonna have sex all weekend. Come over. So we, you can also be involved in us all having sex together. Okay. And Sekai doesn't come uh, to that. because it's Sekai just, doesn't come to Sekai that. Sekai also doesn't <laughs> come to that. She does come a couple times in this ending. She masturbates and a lot of stuff happens. <laughs> I know you told me. <laughs> um, either, either way, uh, they start without her. And Kotonoha basically wants some sexy roleplay. Because the main thing she cares about is that Makoto only loves her. So she's like, hey, how about you roleplay as someone who only wants to have sex with me and thinks Sekai is terrible and he doesn't want to have sex with her. And then they roleplay that. But, oh no, Sekai arrives and hears it from outside. (laughs) How fucking... How bonkers is this? Who wrote this? Also, Sekai is pregnant in this ending. Uh, that's relevant. She's, also, she's Makoto is pregnant. Why not? Uh, Kotonoha is also maybe pregnant. Is there an, an M-preg ending? I don't think so. Then, you, have, then you just haven't found it yet. I know. I mean, I swear it exists. Anyways, after this, it ends like the other one. Makoto comes to school the next day. Taisuke tells him, oh, yeah, Sekai left. She's uh, not here anymore. She got snapped by Thanos. And that's that's how that ending ends. Ah, wait, real quick. I led into this because Isekai pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isekai actually pregnant. Right. I led into this and completely forgot about it. Uh, she is 100% totally pregnant okay. in the visual novel. Either but I mean, I don't maybe think with it Taisuke. matters because the visual novel <laughs> is so far away. Yeah, <laughs> maybe with Taisuke, who knows. But yeah, just, you know, in the visual novel, yes, she is pregnant. So, so that's the endings that the school day ending is based on. I think at this point we can say they really kind of did their own thing. Because, like, it doesn't happen on the roof, but it makes so much sense that it happens on the roof. Because the roof has been set up as this place of importance in the anime. None of them end on the yacht in any way. The yacht isn't involved. Makoto doesn't die in any of them. So, kind of, the conclusions we can draw is why did they change it in the anime the, the way they did. They changed the they t- changed the roof situation because that just makes sense. The roof has been important to the plot all along. Uh, why did Sekai murder Makoto? Because, like... Why do Sekai and Kotonoha die, but Makoto don't? Like, I really think someone sat there in the writer's room and was like, wait, why does Makoto get to be the one who gets away from this situation without anything Where does Makoto get to live? Yeah, why does Makoto... Why does only Makoto get to live? The way this ending played out now, my assumption is none of them live, right? Like, Sekai, Sekai kills Makoto, Kotonoha kills Sekai... And Kotonoha probably just lives in a delusion on a boat until she dies of starvation, right? Yeah. That's probably what this goes for. So to kind of give a little credence to Kotonoha is also gone from everything now, there is a post credit scene to this episode. There is. So first of all, I've mentioned this in the last episode, the credits have no images. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's none. The phone, is, the phone is turned off. There is a song, Plastic Lies or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Which is about, hey, uh, we used to have nice relationship, now we don't. It's this again, it's this again. We've had songs. One of these songs. Yeah. So, uh, there's a monologue spoken by Makoto, who is dead. Yeah, which is directly quoted from the first episode. Yeah, it was in the first episode, like, after uh, after the title card. Yeah. Where uh, Makoto describes, like, how he feels about Kotonoha, like... 
there's this girl. I know she goes to the same school as me. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it down. The, 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 it culminates in Makoto taking the picture of Kotonoha for the phone charm. Yeah. That's that's the phone charm scene, uh, mm-hmm. basically, in the first episode. Yeah. But this time we just hear it. And meanwhile, we see, see like... We basically just see other people in school living their lives while the mm-hmm. monologue's going on. Yeah. But there's a few characters I didn't know. A okay. few characters I didn't recognize. Okay. And I found out who almost all of them are. Okay. Because they're all characters from the extended school days universe. Mm. There's cameos. From like cross days and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, from the other games. So the first the first thing we see during the... I mo- didn't notice that. The first thing we see during the monologue is like the squad outside mm-hmm. and then they like walk out of frame and we see two girls sitting on the bench behind yeah. with like the same haircut. Uh, so these are uh, Kazuha Niju and Futaba Niju. Okay. Uh, they're twins. And they're, yeah, they're, they're sisters, mi- I assume. Yeah, they're yeah. minor characters from the other games. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then we see Nanami, Kato and Hikari doing uh, sports in mm-hmm. sports class. And we see a person in the background who I also didn't know. Like at first I thought it was... Probably Hikari or Kato because I they thought all it was Hikari, the same. yeah. Uh, but it's not. Hikari, we see her in the next scene. She looks exactly mm, the same. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, this is someone else. This is Karen. Karen. <laughs> this is Karen. Karen, okay. Is she like the American token character? No, this is Karen Kato. Uh, okay, so Kato's sister? Yeah, Kato is a sister named Karen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good to know. I, she would have. <laughs> Karen Kato is a name that I need to keep in mind because that's the name for like the worst character I can think of. Yeah, it just wrote Karen is behind them. <laughs> and then we see one shot of Hikari walking like towards school and next to her is a girl who I didn't recognize. Mm, okay. Uh, and that's Ayamagata, who I actually mentioned before. I think the name sounds familiar yeah, to me, yeah. Because she's one of the most of the imp- of the main characters in Cross Days. Ah, okay. She's she, the, the main love interest. Ah, okay. Yeah. Was she one of the girls at the end of the school festival thingy? Of the movie no. sh- watching? Uh, no, none of these characters were familiar. Okay, okay, okay. And so, and so there's basically a, b- a couple of cameos from other characters okay. from the other games here at the end. Uh, and then we see the classroom. Uh, no one is in there, it's empty. Yeah. It even zooms in on the back where yeah, yeah, yeah. Like used nobody's, to sit. Apparently they kept that bench empty at this point. Nobody gets to sit there. Um, There's probably still like police lines ra- really. around the around the bench. Like no one's in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's empty. Yeah. And then like we see the roof, and Makoto's phone is like sitting on the bench. Yeah. Uh, with like a sakura leaf on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Good police work. You left the phone there. Yeah. Like they also, cleaned like, up the blood. J- just really quickly, <laughs> the uh, we see, we basically cut from this to like sakura leaves in the air. Mm. Which first of all, it's spring. Winter is over. And sakura leaves usually like symbolize basically the fleeting nature of life and appreciating beauty in the moment. Mm. Just thought it was kind of interesting. And also something I noticed about that last scene that I wrote down is Hikari looks kind of like, hmm, kind of like neutral at some point, but otherwise everyone looks fucking happy. Yeah, they all look just fine. Yeah, they all look just fine. Like as if all of these characters dying or going to prison or whatever happened with Kotonoha in the end. Uh, Wait, that wasn't Hikari, it was Karen. You're talking about Karen. No, I, I think, think I was talking about Hikari, actually. <laughs> but Karen she had the, also she had, the, she had the thingies in her hair. They both have thingies in their hair. Oh, okay. I, either way. I it, don't know. Kind of the vibe that I, this scene is giving me is everyone's fine. Yeah. Like, things have improved and a new year's beginning now that everyone fucking died in their school. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, did anything happen? Did anyone have, like, lasting damage from did this? Did anyone find the bodies? <laughs> Like, I assume so, right? Like, 
I think she left Sekai's corpse behind. The school made them disappear. <laughs> the school doesn't want this controversy. Yeah, and like, you know Makoto has parents, remember? That's actually in the next one, Crime Days. And that's where you <laughs> solve their murder. <laughs> yeah, I just thought like at the like at the end of the show in Makoto's apartment, there's his body lying around without yeah. a head. Yeah, that's what we mean when we say the parents are forgotten. At this do, point. do his parents even know anything that's going on? <laughs> They're just gonna come home and he's dead and his head is gone. They don't know yeah. what happened. I mean, we know that their parents live with them. Makoto's, I think, the only one where we never got clear confirmation that his parents live in the same house with him. I forgot. But like, it's I gotta show so. up at some point. I think he lives with one of his parents because mm. his parents are, sp- are split. Might be. I think that was it. Anyway, this is this is the end. This is the end. This is the end. Okay. Um. Do you have any anything special planned for the ending? Uh, something. Something small. Okay. I have something else. Okay. I'll, I'll let you start. I have a question. Okay. Uh, there was a nice little question that you asked me in the first episode that I will edit in now. Okay. All right then. Um, so tell me, you've seen the show a lot more than I have. Yes, yeah, a uh, few more times. Give us a little introduction. What is School Days about? And I want to throw that question back at you now. What is School Days about? What was School ba- We we tried to look at the meaning of School Days and what School Days was trying to tell us. And I just want to ask you that question. What do you think the message of School Days was? Was a school with three guys <laughs> met? No. If we're if we're supposed to take anything away from the ending, like we're we're supposed to learn, don't do this, do do this, whatever. What are we supposed to learn? Uh, if you have more than one waifu, you might lose your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid option. <laughs> Said that in the comment underneath the outro song on YouTube. <laughs> to say that it's good. The message that I kind of come back with is: if you're interested in someone never engage (laughs) like that seems to be what the last episode is going towards like even the the text at the ending where makoto says and i wrote that down because i thought it was really important Mm. it ends with him saying um i was content just watching her every day until one day i wanted more yeah which is what it ends on which Mm. is something that was referenced before with makoto talking to himself that he just wanted more and more and more and never could find an end to it so I think the thing it wants us to take away from this is be content with what you have. Never try. <laughs> Don't try. Never try. It will only lead to yeah. everyone's ruin. I mean, I guess maybe what you could take it would maybe what you could take out of this is don't get involved in other people's relationships. I mean, that could also be something. Because it kept fucking up everything. Yeah. Or just you know, like people like to defend school days with. Saying, like, you're not supposed to think Makoto is a good guy. You're supposed to not do what he does. I don't fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Because, like, it feels so inevitable what happens. It's like everyone... It's always... Whoever is the active character right now just makes everything worse. Which is why I think that what this show promotes is passivity. (laughs) What it promotes is just don't do anything. Is that, is that what we learned? I think we learned never to try. Don't try? If you if you never open your heart, it can never be broken. Okay. <laughs> what did you have for us for the end? Uh, I have for you... Oh. Cue the music, a quiz show. Oh, no. We're doing a quiz. Because uh, the initial reason why we watched the entire show... It's because I kept track of specific things, mm-hmm. bingo style. Okay. And I'm gonna ask you some 
numerical questions. Oh god, no, not numerical questions. And say if you can get within like 20%, okay. you will get some kind of treat from me. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's see, what do we got? How many times in the entire show does Kotonoha apologize? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, it happens quite a few times, mm -hmm. but not every episode. Sometimes it happens multiple times in an episode. I'm going to say 10 times. Okay. She apologizes 16 times. Okay. I mean, that that was off, but it wasn't <laughs> was that far off. Yeah, it was fine. In episode... Two and six in particular, he apologizes four times. Okay, okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do the maths on that. Okay, next one. How many establishing shots are there in school days? Oh, fucking God. Okay, um, <laughs> let me do some quick muffs. Uh, I'm gonna say 50. I'm gonna say 50 in the entire show. Actually, sometimes scenes have multiple establishing shots. Uh, uh, mm, okay, 60 is the most you can get out of me. I say 60. Okay. I counted 182. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I was a little generous. I remember, I remember that establishing shots happen like all the fucking time. Yeah, I was a little generous what I count as an establishing shot, but they were still all shots introducing the place where you are. Yeah, yeah. I, like, <laughs> That's what that oftentimes is. the same shot. Like, I, I, what was it? Nobel? That fucking tank, uh, that fucking like, that fucking like car station right outside of Sekai's house. Yeah. Nobel or whatever it's called. I remember seeing that so many times. No, that's Makoto's house. Makoto's is that Makoto's house? Has, yeah, it is. I yeah, saw okay, it. So okay, I, wrote, okay. I took all the notes today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, episode 8 has the most with 27. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. How many How many scenes does it have that it have, has this many establishing shots? So, how many thigh slash ass shots are there Ooh, in the show? Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say 32. 32. 32. Okay. 32 is what I'm gonna say. It's 110. What? <laughs> yeah. I remember them being common, but I don't remember them being that common. What's the number that you said? 32. Episode 11 has 32 thigh ass shots. Oh my god. It is 11. How? Yeah, I was also surprised. How? 11 is unusually many. Like even Wait, wait, wait. Ele episode 11? Yeah. Like the episode before the current one? Yeah, it has a lot of uh, it had a lot of shots focusing on people's thighs. I must have really just not noticed them anymore. <laughs> like like almost every single shot while Hikari is talking at the door is just someone's thighs. Jeez. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, even even the pool episode only has sixteen, and I'm, wow. I counted Sekai. I counted I counted Taiskis. <laughs> okay, next one. How many boob shots are there? Oh, that's a separate <laughs> category. Yep. The last one was only thighs and ass. Okay, so I think there's more thighs and ass shots. Okay. Then there are boob shots, but like thighs and ass shots are so many. How many were there in total? One hundred ten. One hundred ten. I'm gonna say boobs are one hundred. I'm gonna say it's one hundred boob shots. 100. I'm probably overestimating it, but I'm saying 100. Okay. It's um, 80. Okay. Which is... That's literally 20%, right? I mean, okay. 80 is 20% from 100. I mean, uh, I yeah, mean okay, okay, it yeah, would yeah, be yeah, yeah. Uh, plus 16, so yeah, 96. I'm you're almost... Close. You're I'm close. slightly off, but you almost got I'm it. I'm close. 80, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, the pool episode has the most at 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course like, I remember that having... Like, when you said that has comparatively few... Thigh and ass shots that must have been made up in boob shots. Yeah. All right. How many shots are there of Setsuna silently staring? I mean, that's a lot, but that's not that many because Setsuna needs to be involved. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna say, oh man, I'm thinking very big numbers at this point. I'm gonna go back to trusty old thirty-two. Thirty-two, you say? Yeah. Uh, it's forty-six. Ah. Yeah. I'm always like a relatively little off. close. Episode eight. Episode eight has thirteen. That's the most. Mm. Episode eight is also a big set snap episode. Yeah, it it's is. like the f- first episode that like ends at the end. It has the school festival. That's the, ep- that's the episode that, that ends with Setsuna kissing Makoto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. She's yeah. a lot in that episode. Yeah. Okay, the next is my favorite one. Okay. How many Dutch angles are there? Oh, God. <laughs> like, you notice the Dutch angles more than me, honestly. Like, I, I kind of just accepted them at some point. <laughs> yeah, same. So, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say 110, too. 110. 110. As many as, uh, as many as ass and thighs. There's 130. That's 13. That isn't 20%. 20, 26. Yeah, it is. That is within 20%. You did it. I did you, one of them. You gained a treat. I did one of them. Episode 2, the one where we noticed that there are uh, Dutch angles yeah, has the yeah, most yeah, yeah. at 23. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty hard to ignore. Okay, next one. How many scenes are there where Kotonoha gets bullied? Hmm. I mean, a lot. But I think that was at most like two or three in one episode. We didn't get more than that. I'm gonna say there's 18. I'm gonna see that, say there's 18 scenes where she gets bullied. Um, there are nine. Nine? Yeah, you actually overestimated A lot fewer one. than I thought. Yeah. Episode nine has the most at three bully scenes. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, episode two has one. And then the next one is in episode six. Okay, so... so like, Kato and the squad don't really show up for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, but like, yeah, what I was thinking is whenever Kato and the squad show up, they bully Kotonoha. But they yeah, just don't always, show up yeah. that much. Okay, actually, I'm, 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 I'm backtracking. The next category is my favorite one. The last one. Okay. How many scenes fail the Bechdel test? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that means... I mean, that's not how the Bechdel test works. It's not scenes. You know, in other words, how many scenes are there where there's female characters talking to each other and all they talk about is men? I mean, the Bechdel test is applied per episode, usually. Or, like, per season. Yeah, uh, in that case, doing. I noticed there are a few episodes that would pass it, because there's a very few scenes Okay, okay, there. then let's let's adjust the question a little bit to how many episodes pass the Bechdel test. Uh, I don't know, I don't... Oh, yeah, right, Bechdel okay. test is there needs to be at least one okay, conversation. Okay, yeah, no, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. keep track of the amount okay, okay, of conversations. Okay. Only of the amount of scenes there okay, are but where every, women talk about yeah, men. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, so we don't know. Yeah. Okay, how many scenes there are that are just women talking about men? Mm-hmm. So many, though. Uh, it needs to be a scene. So that's a good chunk of an episode. Um, okay, how many scenes does an episode have? Can you give me a rough estimation of how many scenes an episode has? Uh, like 15 to 25. 15 to 25? Yeah. Okay, so let's be generous and say, like, it's 12 episodes. So I'm going to say 90 scenes. That's 15 scenes per episode that fail the Bechdel test. I'm going to say it's 90 scenes. 15 Nin- per episode. 90? 90. Okay. 90 scenes fail the Bechdel test. It's 36. Okay. I yeah. thought it was cle- almost every scene. <laughs> it's it, it's exactly an average of three an episode. Okay. Uh, because there's not that many episodes. There's... Where women talk with yeah, each other we, we at all? Yeah, where just women talk. Okay. Actually, okay. okay, I was going to say where, where women talk without men around, but that just means where women talk without Makoto around. Yeah. Because he's like the only man in the show. That's that's what Except I mean, though. That's why the t- uh, Bechdel test here for, for you analyzers out there. That's why the Bechdel test is usually applied episode on an episode or a season basis. Because... Like, scenes where men talk to each other obviously also fail the Bechdel test because they're not scenes where women talk to each other about something that isn't men. Yeah. 
So it's only 36. Episode 4 has the most. It has five scenes mm-hmm. where women are just talking about men. Yeah, like for, for the Bechdel test, you would also add the scenes to it. You would basically only count the scenes where there's actually women talking about something that isn't men. And if there's not one of these in that scene, in that uh, episode, then that episode failed the Bechdel test. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> there are a few, but uh, I mean, I'm being, I'm being nitpicky. I'm genuinely wondering if there isn't a single, like how many episodes there are where there are scenes yeah. where women talk don't talk about men. Yeah. I could have kept track. We can do that next time we watch that. Like anime. the first episode where the radish bar is in. Like, I, this barely counts, but there's just a scene where Setsna orders food and <laughs> <laughs> technically passes the vector Technically test. passes the vector test. They're not talking about men. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, honestly, hard to, hard to remember. Because, like, the only scenes I can think of are scenes where women talk about other women in relation to Makoto. Yeah. Though, okay, admittedly, this is also true in reverse. Because there's also no scene where men talk about anything else than women. Yeah, 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 true. Because there's only, like, five scenes true. where it's just Makoto and Taisuke, and they're yeah. always talking about women. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're the only men. Yeah, we can we can keep track of that next time we watch the show, and there will be a next time we watch the show. Yeah. Like, after, after we've presented it all to you, we're gonna be the most obnoxious people ever if we ever watch this show with other people. Mm. And we will. We will watch this show yeah, with other people. We've already have it planned. We already have it planned to watch it with our sister. Yeah. who hasn't seen the show before. He's, she's only seen like one or two episodes. And I'm excited for that one already. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel drained after this. I, I get, I don't feel drained of my, of this anime after this. And I think that's one of the magical things about the ending. Because even if you don't find the ending to be extremely satisfying, it kind of, it kind of does feel like it leaves a nice aftertaste. Because like, if the anime ended after the school festival... I would have a lot harder time to get back to it. But now that it ends here, I'm like energized to see it all again. I'm energized to show it to more people just to see their re- reactions to the ending, just to see how they take the how they take it in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a magical thing about this anime. Like we can talk about its quality all we want. We can talk about how it's like even the people, even for the people defending it, even those reasons, there are so many better things that do the same thing in a better way. But there is, I don't think, anything you can use as, like, a replacement for the school day experience. Especially yeah. because of how, like, uniquely, strangely bad it is. And I think there's a quality to that badness that it wouldn't have if it were competent. I wouldn't have watched it as many times if it were competent. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I think... Do you have anything else to say? No, I think I think that's it. I think that kind of sums it up. Yeah, I think we're free. <laughs> we're, we're free. We have been unshackled. We can finally leave this room. <laughs> we can finally uh, open our chains that chained us to the microphone so far. <laughs> Man, it was terrible for like those nine months where we didn't record an episode. We were just sitting here <laughs> just very sitting, bored. Playing Smash. That's all just, we've been just doing. Just sitting here playing Smash Bros. Man, the DLCs really brought some light into those dark times. Something new to do finally. But we're going to be back. This isn't the end of Kill the Author. Yeah. We're not going to be back immediately. We're going to take like a bit of a break now. Uh, but after that, we'll return to you with yeah. our next project. Maybe then we can start <laughs> making things that people want to listen to. Yeah, maybe something that has an <laughs> audience. That would be an idea. <laughs> and we'll see what it is. I'm, I, I do want to do The Room, but I don't want to do The Room yet. Hausu is also a good option. Yeah. 
Especially because we use the theme song from House of Our theme. And we'll you you'll get to see, uh, hear what we come up with at the time we upload it. Until then, uh, happy holidays and bye bye. Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Bye bye.